0: Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan.
1: things, and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me is Mr. Joe McGranahan. He's in charge of the global tsunami and earthquake response uh, for... Pima. He's the mayor of Shemokin Dam. He's still on the Judicial Review Committee, the investigating division of the Pennsylvania Bar Association. So oh, you're associated with the Bar Association. I just, I only just now... now you just now caught on to that, huh? This uh, makes so much <laughs> sense. Every word you've ever spoken now makes more sense. He's also the CSVT <laughs> Task Force Chair, and he's hoping desperately they don't end up calling it the CSVT Memorial, Joe McGranahan Memorial Highway. Uh, he's a broadcast hall of Fame member with the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters, and uh, he's vice president of the State Mayors Association. And his favorite title. Ah, Papa, <laughs> by the by, the kids at the dinner table, the grandkids when they visit. Yes, and my you, son calls me Pops. Okay, <laughs> and uh, he calls you other names. Yes, he too. does. You two are politically <laughs> opposed. Why is he so woke and you're so curmudgeonly?
2: Well, I I have asked him if it's if he thinks it's possible he was switched at birth in the <laughs> hospital, but yeah, well, come on. No, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, we raised him to be an independent thinker and to make his own decisions, and he has done that. Okay. And I respect them.
1: All right, and what's he? What even happened though they're to, wrong, I What happened them. to you during all this upbringing?
2: Well, I fell in my head a lot. Okay, you got, curmudgeoner, Curmudgeon, more curmudgeonly. There I think would go. be Thank The you. correct way to put it. No, it's curmudgeoner. So I don't think that's a word. Mm. We've made up a lot of Decline words. Decline curmudgeon for me. You're using it as a verb, not a noun.
1: Okay. More <laughs> curmudgeonly. But uh, that's all right. Well, we're just glad he's here. We give him a stipend. We make him say things he doesn't want to say, and and, and so there he, he just is. just prop me up here in the corner and <laughs> stick a <laughs> yeah. pin in me once in a while so I say something. <laughs> uh, you're, you're like one of the statues at a church, you know. <laughs> they, they they look very realistic. I've been realistic. around so long, I mean, I'm getting a little heavy. We decorate you. We put Christmas presents at your feet, and so on. Yeah, but if you would just keep the pigeons off of me, I would be very grateful. <laughs> yeah, and this is inside the church. I know. All right, On the market, is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on themarket at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Uh, let's see, we We have, what is it, Lev... Harness is uh, talking on MSNBC. We have Alec Baldwin getting involved in the Bear Conversation out at the Union County Sportsman's Club. We have UPMC doing what's listed now as a partial shutdown at the Sunbury Hospital in two weeks instead of two months. So uh, Lots going on today, so we would just love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts about this, uh, any of these topics, it's an open phones today, so we can uh, discuss this 1-800-795-9565 one 800 is the open phones. I know this uh, bear out in Union County prompted a big Facebook argument. It's funny how a lot, a lot of people... Well, how is it, uh, it trending? Well, it, most people think, uh, I, I would say, that um, PETA should butt out. You know really? And that if they want to torture this bear out there, that's their prerogative. <laughs> it is, after all, a sportsman's club. The bear should be lucky they're not shooting him. So it's just a... A, you know, it's just a display. I I find that abhorrent personally. I just think uh, using animals for amusement I always sticks in my craw. But I know there are zoos in the world. I hope. You ever teach a dog a trick? Are. Is that using an animal? Well, I don't think I that in <laughs> any way injures the dog. I think well, especially if you require him to do the trick before
2: you feed him or reward him.
1: Well, I'm not going to starve him <laughs> if he can't roll over. It's, it's not a punishment. You might. <laughs> yeah, we withheld the dogs well, food kind, for weeks because he wouldn't sit. it's kind of sad
2: that, that, you know, I think if, if the bear is really in as good a shape as they say he is out of the sportsman's club, I think they would be happy to let PETA and other mm-hmm. people in. And, they, of course, the biggest thing is they cl- claim the bear can't get adequate um, veterinary care. care.
1: Right. And that's, that's a concern. Well, there's only one way this is going to end. Eventually, the club the bear will, will have die. To, well, that's true <laughs> eventually, but that could be years. Eventually, the club will have to relent. I mean, you can't torturously cage a wounded bear for
2: Well, the bear's years. not wounded, he just has dental problems and he's fat.
1: Right i so. know people who fit that qualification and, uh, but they're not living in cages right and they're free to go right so um, well, i guess that's the same thing isn't it yes it is <laughs> you, and at the bear where was it where would the bear go he probably couldn't survive well, no he' go in uh, he would have to go to a refuge he wouldn't couldn't be released
2: and they offered one apparently peta has offered one uh, at no cost to the sportsman's club Great. i don't understand if, if they if everybody's in agreement that the bear needs treatment i can't understand why the sportsman's club would not want to adopt the best possible solution for the bear.
1: Well, this looks bad for them, too. I mean, this is a good club. It's a fun place. they got a great restaurant. Do they? uh, Yeah. And uh, it's a good place to take kids because the fish pond has fish that are visible. So you can, uh, you know, kids find that fascinating. Well, I guess everybody finds that fascinating. And they have some other animals out there. But, um, in fact, I believe the full name is Union County Sportsman's Club and Wildlife Refuge. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you go to their uh, website, that's what they call themselves. I don't... Th- I can't recall that I was ever there. I don't think I was. I know uh, most people around here have been t- at least to the restaurant, and well, s- you know me. some people are members. And I've never but, been there uh, either. I vaguely remember possibly going and seeing the trout in the pond, but that's about well, it. Well, I
2: agree with you. It's, it's bad publicity for them that they probably well, right. don't need.
1: Right. Here's a group of well-meaning individuals, a, a bona fide nonprofit if there ever was one, and... um Somebody points out that technically through no fault of their own, I think, you know, keeping an animal in a cage for display used to be sort of a satisfactory practice. Yeah. Uh, But uh, now we know so much more, so why don't we kind of do the right thing? But, uh, yeah, so it kind of looks bad for them. Well, and plus they won't comment. You know, I I think they do have a side to this story. So that means that every time we do a story about this, it's Peter or Alec Baldwin or uh, a veterinary. Somebody else is controlling the narrative. You know, I think think you you should participate. Alec Baldwin
2: doesn't have much credibility with me, but that's just
1: personal. (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of different. But uh, he's a nationally known celebrity. I think this is probably the first time that this has really gotten national spotlight, you know, from people.com and From Alec Baldwin. I well, think what this I think had interesting some interest is the, locally.
2: The governor, uh, apparently, he's asking the governor to intervene, and you called the governor's office yesterday and couldn't get a comment from them.
1: And the governor's not worried about this. This is not his thing. He doesn't and, care about Dylan? Uh, that would not be the way I would word it. The governor's not responding to Alec Baldwin or Peter or Union County Sportsman's Club or us. The governor's working on governing Pennsylvania, not taking care of Dylan, so. It uh, doesn't seem too concerned about well, this.
2: Well, I, I must admit, I don't understand what role the governor would have in it, unless he, these people were violating a state law. And if they were doing that, I would think the state police would be the proper agency to handle it, or the attorney general's or office, or the Department
1: of Agriculture uh, governs zoos and that kind of Does stuff. Does it? Okay. So, um, well, any animal, I guess. Well, I guess I don't know. It's it's. Well, the arg- agriculture covers amusement parks. So I guess this would be an accoutrement of a of a type of amusement.
2: I would think it would be more of, of a zoo or an animal sanctuary. I think it's odd calling it a sanctuary, and which sounds like a place of relief and where and safety. Refuge. And if it isn't, right. <laughs>
1: they call it a refuge.
2: And if it isn't for Dylan. You know, I, I think that at least if I were them, I would be, you know, having daily updates from my vet to, to mm-hmm. at least put the lie to the fact that the animal isn't getting proper veterinary care. The last story I saw on that said that the animal was so obese that they couldn't actually tranquilize him because the tranquilizer has to hit muscle, as I mm-hmm. recall the story. Okay, And I guess because he's so fat, they can't guarantee they would hit any muscle if they shot fire to dart at him Mm -hmm. and so they can't do anything about his teeth but i mean there must be a solution other than
1: letting the bear suffer there must be some solution other than that well, maybe uh, youth, euthanize him would, could be an idea. I know they say he just sits in his cage uh, stemming. I'm not precisely sure. Well, how, sure how old what is he compared
2: means. to what the lifespan is of an Asian bear?
1: Mm, I don't know. If anybody wants to weigh in on this, <laughs> we're talking about Dylan the bear. Hashtag free Dylan is the note that people sent us in the newsroom. So maybe that's free Dylan. <laughs> trending yeah, on social media. Call us now, 1 800 795 956. We know hundreds, of, thousands of people around here have seen Dylan. We i would love to get your impression about this. Uh, my, I've seen multiple pictures of the cage. It's kind of standard for sort of an old school zoo cage, you know, chain link fence, concrete floor, and some sort of a little hutch for the animal to hide in in, in inclement weather. I do not believe it's under roof, but I could be wrong on that. But, uh, yeah, call us if you want to weigh in on this. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That's one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565 You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. Yes,
2: Jim? I got some information. The age of average lifespan of an Asian black bear is up to 32 years in captivity Whoa. and 25 to 30 years in the wild. That's a long time. So how old is Dylan? Mm, I don't know. He could be suffering there for quite a while if he's only like 15
1: or Mm -hmm. 20 years old. Right, with uh, unattended teeth. Yes. One of our listeners sends a note that says, what about the bears in the woods? Do they get any dental care? I don't know. Maybe there's a
2: roving bear dentist in the woods. I
1: don't know. I think there's a big Don't difference. they
2: have opportunities, though, to do stuff with
1: their teeth naturally,
2: like gnawing on wood?
1: Or right, and they have a variety of things. things. Um, someone said that the... Bear's tooth decay is related to the fact that, the, that either at some point or currently the bear was given table scraps instead of what might be an ideal diet from or restaurant scraps from the uh, from the restaurant there. I do not know if that's true, but see that's that sort of relates to well if you don't comment of I mean talking to the Union County Sportsman's Club if the, if you don't comment other people control the narrative with their factual and or speculative remarks.
2: So. Well, and stonewall. It looks like you're stonewalling. Right. Like, you know you're doing something wrong, and so if I don't comment, maybe it'll, yeah, maybe go, it'll away. go away.
1: <laughs> it probably would have if Alec Baldwin hadn't right. decided that this was his topic of the One day. One of our
2: listeners says, the Yogi Bear was said to not have enough exercise. There are many Americans in the same boat.
1: All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Joe and I are just about done with this topic because I think we've sort of talked yeah, about... so much for Dylan. Let him Right. So... Well I think you know the the sportsmen's club obviously is in a tight situation here. So I'm hoping that they do the right thing in the long run. 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. We are talking about Dylan, but it is an open phones day. I see the word Ukraine and Trump in the email and text that we have received. So we can read those on the radio. Uh, we would just love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. That's 1-800-795-9565. Should we free Dylan and Put them in a refuge elsewhere. Let us know, or is it okay that the Union County Sportsmen's Club keeps them in an enclosure out out the out in Union County? Is that satisfactory to you? Have you seen Dylan? Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565.
3: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth.
1: Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. Joe and I are here, and I haven't mentioned it, but it is so true. Mr. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer, so he took... wonderful care of us this morning on Sunrise being more patient than any person should ever have to be for me well, as I drone on with my interviews and uh, of course he takes Thanks. good care of we us.
2: We tried, to, we wanted this morning to kind of take a break from impeachment but now with Lev Parnas, our emails and inbox are filling up with comments about that that we want to get to but first let's talk to Al about the bear. Al?
1: Good morning sir, you're on the mark. Hello. Good
2: morning. Hello, okay. mark.
4: Uh, yeah, I've been out the sportsman club for decades and they usually have a beer a bear out there and uh, they have a tube that <clears throat> they have a tube that leads right into his cage and he lays there at the end of that tube and just waits for anything that comes down it and he slarps her up um people pour sodas down there bears down there a bear to the bear uh, and he lays at the bottom of it, just slaps it up.
2: A beer? They seen, feed the bear I've beer? I've even seen
4: people go ahead and uh, throw the whole can down there just to watch him rip it open and and drink the soda out of it. Now, uh, there's,
1: always there. uh, <laughs> there's always been a
4: bear out there.
1: There's always been a, a bear there. A badly treated bear, apparently.
4: <laughs> now, and that, now, the bear should be happy because we put him in a cage and feed him to death. Uh, well, I do, never thought it was very nice, but it made good entertainment for people out there, which is kind of sad in a way.
2: Well, do they feed the bear or just get him drunk?
4: Uh, a little both. I mean, I used to, when i go out that way fishing, sometimes I'd sneak a trout over and he'd really like them. I'd slide one of them right down the hole. He'd like a whole trout. I mean, I don't know if they allow you to feed them anymore. I, I know I was out there a couple of years ago and they were still doing it, but... Uh, that's what goes on with them and I, I just don't think it's a it's an entertainment thing, it's not any good for the bear. Uh
1: now can anybody go out there? Is it open to the public or do you have to be a member? Yeah,
4: yeah, it's uh anybody can stop through. They have open lunch like when you're fishing and stuff. It's a big stop over when you're fishing up there in that area.
1: Can you fish uh, in their pond? No.
4: Uh sometimes they have kids uh tournaments. Okay. But uh it's a nice it's a nice setup they got out there and I don't know why they're not commenting on it if everybody you know how they are now you can't have elephants and circuses and everybody's all worried about the animals and
1: Well, you can't torture animals. You can have an elephant. No, he's he's, he's not getting tortured.
4: He's getting fed to death.
1: Right, with
2: full full cans of soda. No wonder
4: he's really fat. I mean, if you just lay around and drink soda and eat fish.
2: Well, and beer. Don't forget the beer. Don't forget the
4: beer. That's the best part. Yeah, that's good. I mean, he's probably
2: plastered half the time. (laughs) I don't
4: even know if he's old enough.
2: You can buy purine. Well, do you know how old he is? Do you have any idea how old he is, Al?
4: No, not this guy, but I know he's new.
2: So he, he could live thirty two years according to the life expectancy of an Asian black bear, so well, he could I've be been out there quite out a while. there
4: since the seventies early seventies.
2: but the same bear yeah. hasn't been there. no no okay
4: and they always you know they always have one and it's kind of entertain they take good care of him mind you know, I mean he's well fed and um, they have a little hut for him and uh, put a tire and stuff in there that he can fool around with and he enjoys the people.
1: So he probably sees them as potential freedom, <laughs> or a snack, <laughs> or a snack, one or the other, or maybe they're going to send him a I'm, beer. I
4: made it on the Rush Limbaugh show yesterday.
1: Oh, did you? Good for you.
4: I told him about my bromance story with President Trump at <laughs> <of> the <Mont-Gorsville laughs> when I hollered, "I love you," and he said, "I heard somebody over here at a masculine voice saying they love me," and I went, "Me?" and he says, "I love you too."
1: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you he think about the it. Lev... Uh, Mark what,
4: Stein was the guest host.
1: What do you think about
2: the and Lev Parnas? I told him
4: about <laughs> Sunbury, and I said, there's a Sunbury England, Mark Stein.
2: <laughs> I think he was asking, Mark was asking you about your opinion of the Lev, revelation of Lev Parnas's testimony, or not testimony, his appearance on the media yesterday.
1: I'm not,
4: I'm not sure I
2: saw that.
1: What oh, okay. was happening? It's brand new. It's about, it has text messages where they were
2: making it clear that... Well, he, he apparently was President Trump's man on the ground in the Ukraine, and he says the president knew all about the um, uh, attempt to coerce, if you want to, or secure a favor, if you prefer, from the Ukrainian president as respecting a Biden investigation.
4: Is that the one where they had it on uh, some Marriott tablet or something? Mm. In the writing, did you see that?
2: No, I missed that. It's no, not some dated of it is. Some of
4: signed and they have some more new uh, evidence.
1: And <laughs> now
2: some I of think it the is The time text for messages. evidence
4: is over and it's time to get back to the business of the we the people.
1: Gotcha. All right, we got you, Al. Thank you so much for checking in. Okay. Yep, bye. I do appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565. Okay. <clears throat> Lev Parnas is, uh, was on MSNBC last night talking about some text and messages. CNN
2: with Anderson Cooper as well.
1: More evidence. Still not precisely a smoking gun or proof that the president did anything wrong, but more evidence, you could say, if you believe him. Joe?
2: Uh, one of our writers, Tom, ta- well, Tom says, looks like Lev Parnas and uh, Rudy Giuliani and Trump associate has blown Trump's phony case to smithereens, appearing on the... The Rachel Maddow show last night, he confirmed what we already knew. Trump was the mastermind behind this Ukraine corruption scheme to dirty up Joe Biden. What he said and the documents he presented fall in line with the House testimony given under oath by 12 of Trump's own appointees. Lev Parnas is a first-hand testifier. Of course, Trump doesn't even know Lev Parnas. The many photos of them together are fake news. Yeah, right. Let's hope we can get some witnesses and get this under oath and impeach this worthless reality TV star. Okay. Okay, Joe, do your usual and expected act. I'm counting on you. Don't let us down. Let the fog roll in. Signed Tom. P.S. Words of wisdom for Trump supporters The forest was shrinking, but the trees kept voting for the axe. For the axe was clever and convinced the trees that because his handle was wood, he was one of them. Author unknown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, the only thing I would say is, first of all, I don't know whether we should believe Lev Parnas or not. He's been indicted for his actions. And maybe he's just coming up with this to uh, create a story, to get himself, um, what, immunity? Maybe he's telling the as- absolute gospel truth. Right. There's no way of knowing.
1: In which case, it's just more evidence. It still isn't
2: proof. But the thing, the thing that gets me is that, that Nancy involved, Pelosi right. and the Democrats were in such a rush to do this. Now all this stuff's coming out now. Why didn't it come out? The people knew about all this stuff during the, uh, the, the uh, impeachment hearings. Why didn't they uh, call the Democrats? Why didn't the Democrats call? them then. The thing is, I noticed when the um, when the articles were sent over in Andrew Johnson's impeachment, that was it. The trial was held on the articles submitted. And I think that's historically the way it's been done in this country. You don't come up after the fact with tons of new stuff that you start throwing at them. You've got to start all over again with that. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Another texter says, good morning. I wanted to ask if Republicans have changed their mind on the fact Trump violated his office now that Lev Parnas ties all the king's men in the Ukrainian scandal. Well, again, he hasn't said this under oath yet, and we don't know whether or not it will hold up. We haven't heard him cross-examine. People on one side are more than willing to accept everything he, this man, says as the gospel truth. If he had come out and said President Trump knew nothing about
1: it, you know, they'd be saying, "Well, another liar." Well, it's just more information. I don't, I don't, I don't think one side or the other accepting his gospel truth. It's just more information. Now, the, a lot of News media are making a big deal out about it today. Uh, well, it is a big deal. I so, mean, the fact that right, this testified. Right, it's got just to more evidence and more information, but it, it isn't necessarily true. So you don't know.
2: Well, I mean. If Nancy Pelosi had bided her time, instead of saying what a huge rush it was, the American people were in such peril that we had to push this investigation or this these hearings forward and then hold up for a month sending the articles over. If she had spent that month trying to elicit more testimony and finding out more things, whether or not they were true or conducting a thorough investigation instead of the haphazard slipshod thing they did. Was this guy uh
1: – Invited to testify in front of the House? I don't know. When classroom.
2: was he indicted? Uh, he was indicted for his for something. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Well, we'll have to check it out. One of our other writers says, In truth, the truth always comes out in the long run, and it gets worse for Mr. Trump as time goes by. Funny how the chant, lock her up, could change to lock him up, <laughs> and how draining the swamp has revealed that Trump and his cronies are the swamp we now have this that his, we now know that his VP Pence, Attorney General Barr, Secretary of State Pompeo, and Senator Devin Nunez are all implicated in the Ukraine scandal. In light of all this revelation, I will be curious to see if Mr. Fred Keller continues to support and cheer on this corrupt administration despite all that continues to be exposed. Methinks partisan politics will overrule what is the right thing to do when it comes to Mr. Keller's unyielding loyalty. And again, there is no proof that this guy's telling the truth or lying. We don't know. But people on the left are more than willing to accept everything the man says as the absolute gospel truth,
1: and people on the right will probably reject it. All right, we'll take more comers on this uh, topic during the 9 a.m. hour, so at 9.06, well, we're going to do the CBS News right now. Then at 9.06, we'll do some brief news headlines here, and then we're going to talk about Lev Parnas, and see if, uh, uh, well, see if people believe him or not. So we would just love to hear from and you.
2: And then speaking of liars, we'll determine who lied between um, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Oh. One of them's lying. <laughs>
1: One of them's a liar. Well, and they're calling each other liars. So yeah, that's that's the funny kicker at the end of the news headlines. Are the Democrats going to support a liar for president? <laughs> Who do you who do you believe of those two? Let's suppose let's suppose I, I can verify. I know. I'll for tell fa- you. I believe. I believe Bernie. Okay, you <laughs> think he's telling the truth? Yeah, because you don't favor women, so you would you would think he's. Well, the no, I, I
2: think that Bernie. It's, it would be entirely inconsistent of Bernie Sanders to say something like that. He's on record for years
1: as supporting yeah, women but and their political their pundits abilities. say bold statements all the time that they think just are happen to be true.
2: Well it's out of character for Bernie to say something like that in my opinion.
1: Well and he's right in his defense when he says uh Minus the Electoral College, the country's already voted in terms of the number of votes that were cast for a woman. Fortunately, we have the Electoral College, which has saved Republicans numerous times over and will continue to do so. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time. It is 9 a.m.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK live telephone talk show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Rob Centers, our fabulous producer. Macatrillo's listening and uh, you're listening too. For that, we are very, very grateful and thank you for joining us on the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatw at WTKOK.com or text us at 70236. Some brief news headlines. UPMC employees started telling us that they're getting word UPMC Susquehanna-Sunbury will close portions of the hospital two weeks earlier, two months earlier than previously announced. The staffers who contacted WDKOK said they were told that portions of the hospital operations will close by January 31st. Sunbury Mayor Kurt Karlovich says UPMC is planning a public update on the closing today. He says word is some of the services are being curtailed. Now, Karlovich says hospital employees have been reaching out to him, so he is hosting a City Hall meeting for the UPMC employees next week. The meeting is at 225 Market Street City Hall next Tuesday, 5 p.m. at Sunbury City Council Chambers. Karlovich says that representatives will be present from State House member Linda Schlegel-Culver's office, Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, Career Link, and Degenstein Community Library. The mayor said the goal of the meeting is to hear from the employees and to provide for them information on available resources. Since then, UPMC has uh, issued a statement saying, quote, we are pleased to report many staff are moving on to new jobs earlier than planned, says Bob Kane, president of UPMC Susquehanna-Sunbury, However, he says this has led to potential staffing shortages in inpatient units at the hospital. In collaboration with the Department of Health and to ensure a safe environment for our patients, we've decided to cease emergency department operations and all inpatient clinical services, including behavioral health, at the hospital effective Friday, January 31st. Services that will stop on Friday, January 31st include all inpatient services, including behavioral health, Emergency Department, Surgical Services, both inpatient and outpatient, and Behavioral Health will stop accepting admissions this Friday, and all inpatient Behavioral Health admissions can be accommodated at Williamsport. UPMC Susquehanna-Sunbury will continue to offer outpatient services, such as laboratory, imaging, occupational health, and physician outpatient offices until March thirty first, 2020, as planned. Residents in need of emergency services Services after January 31st should simply dial 911. Uh, elsewhere, a tough report on the unmet needs in the youth mental health system is out from the greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. 20-page report outlines dozens of systematic failures in our communities and institutions and lists a series of goals to solve the problem. Joanne Troutman, president and CEO of the United Way, says the whole community is going to attack this issue.
5: I think my vision is that this year will be one of healing. I think it's
1: time for us to come together. We've let things go too far and there are way too many systems that are under resourced and i'm not just talking about money i'm talking about people you know children and youth for example can get a really bad rap but there's so many open positions because that
5: work is the hardest work anybody will ever do
1: you can link to the youth mental health report at wkok.com we can also hear the sunrise interview on the wkok podcast page finally we talked about the bear here's matt's
5: report According to People.com, actor Alec Baldwin, who is currently known for his impersonations of President Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live, sent a second letter to Governor Tom Wolf asking him to hold the Union County Sportsman Club accountable. The bear named Dylan has been at the club for the last 10 years. In his latest letter, dated Tuesday, obtained by WKOK, Baldwin said he first wrote to Governor Wolf in September about the issue. Baldwin also wrote in the letter the USDA has inspected the club, quote, at least twice since then, and found the bear has been denied adequate veterinary care. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA, has been leading the fight, claiming Dylan is suffering from obesity and a life-threatening dental disease. Club officials have said the bear is fine and have refused to meet with PETA. Baldwin also said in his Tuesday letter PETA has already secured placement for him at the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Colorado. PETA officials tell us transferring Dylan to Colorado and then caring for him there would come at no cost to the current owners. When contacted today by WKOK, a sportsman club manager said the club had no comment and a call to club president Orville Spengler had not been returned. WKOK also has a call into the governor's office that hasn't been returned. You can see a copy of Baldwin's letter posted at WKOK.com. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK.
1: Alright, uh, I do, I said finally, but I was lying about that. Finally, usually the chats between candidates after a televised debate get little attention, but they are now after Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders got into a tense exchange after Tuesday's debate with Warren refusing to shake Sanders' hand. CNN, which televised the debate, has released audio of the confrontation. In the clip, Warren asks Sanders if he called her a liar on national TV by denying telling Warren a woman could ever be elected president in the U.S. Sanders tells Warren he's willing to discuss the rift, but let's not do it right now. Before the exchange ended, Sanders accused Warren of calling him a liar. The two then turned away from each other and left the debate stage from opposite wings. So, we cannot have this. If we're going to beat Donald Trump, we can't have th- these little spits. Well, bets. these lying
2: Democrats. I mean, this is awful. One of them's <laughs> lying. Which one of them's one? lying. Let's have an investigation. You know, we should have an
1: investigation. Well, he's lying. That much is obvious. Well, I think he's not.
2: What, what what evidence do you possibly have that Bernie Sanders would lie about something like that? I, I'm not a big Bernie Sanders fan. I just think he was.
1: He's a, it's a political. Uh, he's he's politically astute and his speculative remark was that a woman could never get a president Well, we in, already in the know US. that Elizabeth
2: Warren lies. She lied about her ancestry. She's yeah, lied, inadvertently. lied about using that ancestry to try and get a job. So why should we believe her now? I mean, I, I think you have to give Bernie more credibility here than her.
1: No, I think I give her more credibility. They, listen, the Native American thing, or you like to call it Pocahontas, that is simply a mistake. She was grown up with that information and she thought it was valid as soon as she realized it wasn't. She came completely clean and said, you know, this is no, the reality. No, that's not
2: exactly the way it went. She it, submitted is, a DNA test went. and f- found out she was one 1,026th Native American. Is that what it
1: is? Yes. That's <laughs> infinite. That's like infinite. T- well, nonetheless, the fact is she came forward as soon as she had the results of the DNA test. So uh, that that is very telling. But she's still the, the most... It, I think they were leaked, weren't they? She's the most qualified to be president of the people who were on that stage last oh, night. brother. And she's not lying about Bernie Sanders. He apparently did say that. That's all. That's my opinion. But you believe him, not her. I believe him
2: because Bernie Sanders is many things. Uh, He's wrong about many things, but I don't believe
1: he's a liar. Okay. I don't. Well, I, I just he probably doesn't even remember it. It probably wasn't anything. Well, no-worthy. why would he say something like that? Well, because we just went through a national <laughs> election, and guess what? A woman was running, and she didn't get elected. And he's politically astute, and he probably just doesn't think that a woman can get elected. President of the United States. He's probably just shooting off his mouth. He probably didn't realize that it was going to become a major plank in her campaign. Well... I just don't believe that he did it. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, one of our listeners recently sent an email and uh, highly antagonistic toward the president and the fact that we do have a smoking gun now in terms of we do. some of the conversations. Well, that's what Tom would suppose uh, in terms of the Lev Parnas, or Parnas uh, f- discussions lately. And to that and we end... we looked
2: it up. You know, he was indicted on October the 9th. And he was arrested okay. October 9th arrested. And right. so, why? And all that time, they had the hearings in when November, December. Don't ask the question unless you know the answer. Why didn't Why didn't
1: the Democrats call him then? What's the answer? I don't know. You don't know. You, you have no idea. You, you may they may, may have invited him a thousand. But times. if they hadn't rushed, they would have gotten him. What well, we, uh, I don't. It was a rush. All right. Okay, if he
2: wasn't it. willing to testify before, what happened now that he's suddenly willing to testify?
1: Rachel Maddow. He sees
2: immunity Rachel as a Maddow possibility.
1: Cast a spell on him and made him talk.
2: Oh God! There's a horrible thought well let's see we have we're hearing from the other side now. upper right corner right tom question mark question mark question mark question mark december 15th wasn't that the end of the impeachment panel and then she held it on uh onto it why is she saying this now where was he 40 days ago no republicans have changed their minds you have to give us better evidence than this hearsay hearsay hearsay
1: it wouldn't have even have been allowed in our own good courts of yesteryear well, well Parne- that's a good point. Well, Parnas is in hearsay. He's talking about what they were doing. That's direct. It's direct testimony. Now, is it believable? That's very much in question, but it's direct well, tef- testimony. Well, how does he
2: know the president knows the president knew everything?
1: Uh, that was... Would... He says... Did he tell the president? Yeah, I don't he know He said that... the president knew everything I didn't he hear the interview until everybody was flipping out about it, so I don't know the answer to that.
2: Well, I mean, he may, he may be telling the truth, but... We certainly don't know for sure. And to automatically assume he is is doing a great disservice to the country, I think. Um, I I think it should be investigated. I'll tell you that. I think they should look into it. But here's the thing. The Democrats made the record. They put the record together, and they've got to run this trial based on the record submitted by the Democrats at the time. Right. So the uh, the House action is like a preliminary hearing? Well, here's why. They accused him of two articles. Uh, One was obstruction of Congress. And what was the other one? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to remember what the other one was. But That's, neither one of them was it was a month ago, so it's easy right. to forget. Neither one of them involved uh, the crime of bribery. If the president knew about this, then it would have been bribery, and that would be a whole separate set of charges, perhaps. Okay. So they may, if, they, if they prove this, if this Parnes, Parnes tr- turns out to be telling the truth, they need to start over.
1: You and I have trash just named three different ways
2: today. Well, we'll keep on going. And then uh, one of our writers says, Tom, 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 your TDS runs deep in your soul. Trump was fulfilling his constitutional duty of enforcing a law passed by Congress to safeguard the American taxpayer's money from going to a corrupt foreign country, asking a foreign leader to check on known corruption between the previous administration and a Ukrainian oil company in which the sitting vice president's
1: son had a seat on the board of directors. Trump was following the law, why can't the Democrats? 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
6: Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I love President Trump because he has results. Yesterday, while the opposition was sending over articles of impeachment, President Trump signed a landmark trade deal, Phase 1 with China, that will change, make our economy much better. We'll have fair trade. And the Dow Jones yesterday topped over 29,000 points. The highest it's ever been. And Trump gives us results in spite of his enemies trying to put him down. And you gotta love Trump. Nothing gets him down. Most presidents would have gave up long already. But Trump's fighting for we the people. We the people. That's who Trump's for. And the opposition keeps working against him. The resistance movement the people that would love a silent coup to get him out of office and it really disturbs me at times how they treat him but i i can tell that he that the good lord put him in office because no one else could do what trump done and that's why we keep backing him. He has results, results, results. Is the reason I voted for the president. I don't, I don't care if he offends a few people. They offend me a lot, them same people that are offended by Trump. I'm offended by them, but I don't call them names. And by the way, I'd vote for a woman for president. And I won't tell you who she is, but there's women out there that could be a great president. Just, you know, maybe not, they couldn't get done what Trump got done, but neither could any other man. I don't think there's a man out there could have done it, not even Ted Cruz. And I like Ted Cruz, but I don't think he could have put up with the media and the left wing Democrats and the Rhino Republicans. Yeah, he would have As been Trump just a he done. would
1: have been just a conventional Republican president.
6: I'm afraid it might have turned out that way, but I could have voted for him, but I don't think it would have I think it would have turned out more conventional, like you said, Mark.
1: Yeah, just fighting for things and not being assertive and all that sort of thing. All right, we got you, Dan. Thank you so all right, much. you guys have
6: a great one. Good talking you. good to chat with right. you. Thank
1: you. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number.
2: And one of our texters says, If Lev Parness wasn't in jail, Nancy Pelosi would have had him brought in. Trump only signed one, uh, Trump only signed false one of China, oh, phase one of China bill is to get farmers on his side. Okay. And then a emailer says, "Mark, was it also a simple mistake when Warren blatantly lied about whether her son went to private school? You hadn't heard of that, correct? It was recent. Oh, she yeah. did.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't catch that. Thank you. We'll, we'll check it out. I appreciate that. So well, now, who are you going to believe?" <laughs> I still believe Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> infinitely qualified to be the best president this country's ever had. 1-800-795-9565. If you, <laughs> I'm feeling sick over here. <laughs> <laughs> 1-800. Are you th- you're thinking more about Trump? That does that. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. If you're enjoying a digestive disorder and wish to call, <laughs> tell us why, call us. 1-800-795-9565 if you'd like to join the people that are informing me about bad things that my candidates have done, call us 1-800-795-9565. If you'd like to email us, uh, send that email to uh, onthemark.com. New bumper music sounds super. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate that, Rob Center. A fabulous producer. Sounds like the Atlanta Rhythm Section. No, no. Okay. <laughs> we have to wait while he gets his headphones on. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's, he's not. in the sunshine. There man. he goes. Okay, okay, now I can see. I'm,
3: it. I'm uh, brain freezing on it.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Oh, it's
3: uh, about "Living It Up Friday Night" from Bill and James.
2: Oh, okay. No, I was wrong. Living
3: it up, living it up Friday night.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> Good choice. Thank you, sir.
3: Yeah, they sing it much better than I do.
2: We're
1: not living it up over here today, though. <laughs> All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 1-800-795-9565. Yeah, I looked that up. Uh, parent Elizabeth Warrens said that both of her kids went to public schools when, in fact, her daughter went to public schools, but her son went to primarily private schools and did some public school education, but that was not the bulk of his education. So now, who do you well, believe? She's, well, she's got a dilemma. You know, the, the, I think as you had pointed out about the Native American uh, aspect, which is a significant thing in her past, and now this, um, she's got to get her stuff together.
2: And it's it, funny, funny to see CNN on the in the bag for her. When they asked Bernie Sanders about whether or not he told her uh, that she couldn't win election or a woman couldn't win election, he said, "As a matter of fact, I didn't say that." And then in the next question the moderator said was, "Elizabeth Warren, is how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you a woman couldn't win the election?" Well, and I think it, maybe she
1: did that because the question she wrote out the question ahead of time, so she just read it the way she wrote it the first time. But he says, "Well, it then didn't she's happen. a numbskull." Well, no, but it assumes that it did happen, which is a terrible assumption on the well, part of the He denied it. Right.
2: I mean at least she should have phrased the question uh, Senator Warren you claim uh, right you claim that he said this you know under what
1: circumstances he says he didn't would you elaborate yeah and that was much talked about on social media and in the news and you know people that were commenting on what was going on that, that they thought it was odd that the reporter kept that mindset that the that he did say it the question is what's going to happen next he did say it you know she she stipulates that he did say it as though yeah, she's like
2: she might as well said well obviously Senator Sanders just lost now, tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny, Elizabeth Warren said, I think you just called me a liar on national TV. Well, he did call her a liar.
1: Are there any he of the. He said he didn't say it. She said he did. Are there any of the presidential candidates who tell the truth all the time? Like uh, Elizabeth Warren, th- this is a. Uh, I don't know. Is Jiminy uh, Cricket running this year? <laughs> <laughs> this is a. Uh, I wouldn't call it a bold face, but it's an obvious mistake anyway. Uh, maybe she didn't. Mean to say it, but uh, she did say it, and, and of course it's untrue. So it's completely untrue. But uh, so that's a problem for her campaign. She's going to have to work past that. But um, is well, there anybody so, who's telling the truth all the time? Is
2: Abraham Lincoln or
1: <laughs> George
2: Washington? What about Steyer? What is it, Tom Steyer? I don't, I don't know enough about him to know whether he is or not. Although he did step in between the two of them, and the at the well, end well of maybe the Bernie
1: is telling the truth all the time.
2: Well, you know, he's telling his version of it. Everybody shades things one way or another, don't you think? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just human nature. If you have a story to tell, you're going to tell it, if you're running for office, in the most favorable light for you. She also said, one of our texts says, Lizzie also lied about being fired from a job teaching when she was pregnant. That's another lie. Right. I forgot well, that about was, that one.
1: That was decades ago. <clears throat> I, I'm not giving her a pass on anything that she's misstated. Well, what about
2: a pattern of lying? You know, everybody says, oh, Trump's a liar. He lies this, he lies or, morning, uh, lies,
1: lies at noon, lies at night. Well, and let's suppose you don't want to call the statement about our kid going to private school, a lie. It certainly is an exaggeration. You know, to say that he went to public school when, in fact, most of his career was spent in private schools, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you remember that? I mean, if you're spending $10,000 a year <laughs> for tuition for some private school for your kid, would that slip your mind? If you had spent, uh, written out a check last year for $11,000, would you have some recollection of it?
2: Well, uh, that's just the thing. You know, here's this person who says we need to redistribute all the wealth. If her wealth was
1: redistributed, could she have afforded to send her kid to a private school? All right one oh, 01 of our good listeners answers our question so Bernie is, lies every time he puts out his plan of how he's going to pay for his giveaways well that's true too I guess <laughs> well what was
2: actually is, he, d- he doesn't lie He just doesn't tell the truth he just doesn't he wants give you to give everyone
1: you know, tax the wealthy is that all of his resources or are there other
2: things well he he's been very nonspecific about how he's going to pay for all this
1: stuff. All right, we talked about the bear. We talked about the bear. And now we talked about impeachment a little bit. We talked about uh, the Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Liz's uh, credibility is plummeting. Right, we what have. Else?
2: Well, we also have, uh, we never did get to our discussion of the United Methodist split, did we? Mm. And there's another one that's even more interesting. Well, what about the LGBT in New Jersey? I was just going to say, new uh, All right, let's it. take a
1: break, and then when we come back, read the first sentence, and then we'll be back.
2: Okay, the first sentence
1: is, uh, 12 New Jersey schools will begin
2: piloting a new LGBTQ-focused curriculum this month, the
1: first wave of a requirement that will soon be mandated across the state. All right, we'll be continuing that conversation very shortly here on case okay, so On the Mark. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark... Are you ready for a brand-new Ford, a Hyundai, a Kia, or a Lincoln? Well, then the Sunbury Motor Company would love to put you in that new vehicle. They'd love to put that new vehicle around you. They can take fabulous care of you at the Sunbury Motor Company, give you a top dollar for your existing automobile, and uh, they'll let you pick from the Fords, the Hyundais, the Kias, or the Lincolns on their lots, or uh, you can select. You can pick one, piece it together, order one, and they'll piece it together in Detroit and send it right to the Sunbury Motor Motor Company with zero miles on it, and you'll be able to drive that vehicle off the lot in style, and they'll take good care of you. At the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com is the place to start. You can see all the existing brand new Ford, Hyundai, Key and Lincolns online, and you can actually start the order process to build a Ford, Hyundai, Key or Lincoln to your precise specifications, but I think you'll probably find what you want at the Sunbury Motor Company. They got dozens of each model in different colors and different uh, accoutrements, and you name it, they're ready to take good care of you. The Sunbury Motor Company, uh, fill out the form at sunburymotors.com and let them know that you are interested in building a Ford, Hyundai, Kia or Lincoln and hit send and you're off and that vehicle is going to be waiting for you just to bring a very, very appropriately sized money bag down there and they'll fix you right up. sunburymotors.com is their website? I like the old days when they used to say, bring your wife, bring your title, and head on down.
2: All right. What do you know about New Jersey's education? Well, this is the story. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, confusing to me. It says, 12 New Jersey schools will begin piloting a new LGBTQ-focused curriculum this month, the first wave of a requirement that will soon be mandated across the state. The pilot sites to be announced by the state, including schools in Hackensack, Morristown, Newark, and Arisbury Park are intended to be proving grounds for new lessons in history, economics, and even grammar designed to improve awareness of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender contributions and issues. The instruction approved by the state last year will be a requirement for all New Jersey public schools starting in the fall. We want the students to see themselves in the stories that are told, says Ashley Chipperano, Safe Schools and Community Education Manager for Garden State Equality, the advocacy group leading the pilot program. We want to make sure they are getting accurate, appropriate, and historically relevant information about the community and the strides that have been made. The law requires that middle and high school students learn about the social, political, and economic contributions of LGBTQ people but leaves it up to local districts to determine how to teach those lessons. School boards must update standards in time for the 2020-2021 school year. New Jersey became the second state in the nation after California to require such lessons after Governor Phil Murphy signed the measure into law on January 31st. So if we are carving out all of this information to learn about these folks, when do
1: we teach people
2: about regular history?
1: Well, I think that this is going to be incorporated in everything that's already being taught. No, no, I, I this don't... is
2: special classes, my friend. This is not something
1: that's being incorporated.
2: This is something that's being taught separately in classes. And where does
1: it say it's going to be? You're going to have to go to a special LGBT history class. Right. It's
2: LGBTQ-focused curriculum.
1: Focus right, that curricula. means all of the curriculum, not just a new class, Joe. This is going to be oh, incorporated so all in everything. everything.
2: everything they do, we're going to have LGBTQ math, LGBTQ history? Well, I
1: think what you're going to find is that it's probably going to not carve out LGBTQ, which is what existing curricula does. It's going to be included now. So if there's somebody in, in history or okay. current events that is talking about this or that this is an important factor in their life or activities, it's going to be part of that. I love the part where the, the uh, individual says the students will be able to see themselves because you have teenagers who are aware that they might be gay or lesbian or transgender, okay. and so that they'll be able to see themselves in some of these well, characters Well, let me give you history. two
2: more paragraphs that more, defi- more closely define what's Thank going you. to happen. Under the program, educators will get three to four lessons for each grade level and subject each grade level and subject. Okay. The intent of the law is for material to be woven across subjects rather than taught as a standalone history there, lesson.
1: There's your answer. Said
2: advocates and legislators who supported it. We didn't want this to be a heroes and holidays curriculum. We don't want there to be a lesson on just the historical contributions. Among the topics are gay victims of the Holocaust who were forced to wear pink triangles and whose stories have often been overlooked according to a review of the proposed curriculum. Another Another lesson would include discussions about the memoir of a boy forced into gay conversion therapy and grammar lessons about using pronouns that reflect identity. Right. Now, I have no problem with teaching about the Holocaust part, but as long as they don't you know, really take away from the fact that it was the Jews who bore the brunt of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, there were Gypsies who were also. Should we teach about the Gypsies? Should we do the same thing for them?
1: Well, yes. Why would you carve out a particular segment of history and not teach it?
2: Well, that's what they're doing here. They're, t- I'm n- they're that's not what they're trying it. to stop doing. No, they, this is exactly what they're doing. They're carving out a segment of a terrible tragedy and focusing on a smaller part of the whole. Oh gosh, Joe. Honestly. That's what they're doing. Now, I have no problem with teaching.
1: You haven't even heard the lesson, and already you said it's <laughs> flawed. That's what you just told me. You said, I've never heard the lesson. I don't know how they're going to teach it, what they're going to say, but it's broken. It doesn't include okay. it. no longer has the right proportion.
2: So do we need lessons about pronouns? Is that what we should teach in school? Well, it would be What current, is the percentage of
1: LGBTQ
2: people, just it, out of
1: curiosity? Oh, I don't know. It's usually single digits is what most So we should spend an use. entire
2: uh, school lesson teaching about pronouns they prefer. I mean, I think that comes under the heading to so me of if common it, what courtesy. So
1: what if it's 1%? That's not enough, it right? It comes
2: under the heading of common courtesy to me. If I find out you want to have me address you as Ziz or whatever that thing was, then you could say to me, Joe, please don't call me him anymore or male. Just call me Ziz. All right. I'll do that. I like you. You're a nice guy. You're Ziz. If that's what you want. If that's what you want want. You know, we don't have to formalize all this stuff. All you need, we need to do is talk to one another. If I offend you somehow, tell me. So you
1: want education to be very informal and casual with nothing, no standards, no, nothing written in. What I'm saying is that in. we don't just, spend... Just, a, just put the teacher in the classroom and say, okay, talk about all the important things in life and close the door behind you.
2: We don't you. spend enough time talking about real history in this country. That's to me, is so well, sad that's when they issue, go, go out yeah. on the streets and they ask people... Uh, well, last night on Jeopardy, there was a question showing Adam Adam Schiff's picture and saying, This Democratic head of the uh, Intelligence Committee has been leading the impeachment charge against the president. The answer was, Who is Adam Schiff on Jeopardy? Nobody knew. What? No, nobody got it. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we're, we're not well, teaching people current events. We're not teaching people history. But now we're going to teach them the pronouns they should use in addressing a certain group of people.
1: Well, I think you're really, you're arguing two separate dilemmas. One is that you don't want any LGBT mentioned in your class. No, I'm not saying that. Because you want everything kept pristine, pure like it no, was no, in no, the no, past. no, 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 I I ju- you, no, no. Don't put words in my mouth. No, I think you just said that. And then the other thing is we're not teaching enough history. Well, that's a dilemma. I think, what, are we teaching history wrong that it's... It's not interesting and fascinating. When you grew up, you thought history was fascinating and interesting, and they taught a lot of it. Yes, So now they, they teach less. So are we teaching it wrong that you were interested in the past? You know, that's one question we have to overcome. But history should include the contributions of individuals who have been gay or lesbians or transgender. They should be woven and in there. And blacks their... and Native Americans. Absolutely, and... or individuals with disabilities. I mean, this country but wasn't just founded you're on, Here's on what just you're white males. I, and
2: I couldn't agree with you more but you're
1: saying that we
2: ignore the big picture in order to teach the, min- the minutiae of what went into it.
1: No, you're striking a false conclusion. You want me to respond to it. Your, your premise is wrong. They're not going to carve out all of the normal, are they, all the conventional individuals that have contributed to U.S. or all the white males that contributed to the uh, U.S. Well, so should and we talk about the white LGBT. males? Should we
2: talk about their contributions too? Today we're going to focus on the Irish contributions. Tomorrow, LGBTQ people. The next day, African. Americans. The next day, Portuguese people. The next day, uh, you know, where Portuguese does it all end? Victims. Where does it all end? We need to talk about history, the history of the country. To the extent that people, minorities, play a part in that, they should be taught. Right. You still think Columbus is a non-violent visitor who was welcomed to the U.S. <laughs> and didn't strike anyone. Uh, I'm the one who thinks there shouldn't be a Columbus Day. You got that wrong. Oh, I thought th- you wanted there to no, be. No, I don't. I think. When did you change your mind? I have always felt no, that no, no, way. No, 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 no. No, no. You go back and listen to our programs around Columbus Day. You're the one who's saying he was a great man.
1: <laughs> I, never did. I'm the one that had to tell you that he wiped out whole. Populations. No, you didn't. I'm
2: intimately familiar with the atrocities committed in the name of God by his his followers. What? It doesn't have anything to do with God. And the queen and king of Portugal. Well, that's different. (laughs) Anyway, all the way back They were Christianizing uh, these people, whether they wanted or not. And if they couldn't Christianize
1: them, they killed them. I see what you're doing. You're creating a straw man. Let's get back to the LGBTT-oriented. LGBTT? I'm sorry. LGBTQ uh, elements that will be added to the existing curriculum. I'm not saying
2: don't teach it. I'm saying don't make it a curriculum
1: item. (laughs) You know, if a teacher... Don't set a standard. Just uh, let's hope that it happens, and and we'll make sure that no one is followed up later. Do we teach? Here's
2: what I would support: a course on tolerance in schools. Putting up with you? (laughs) No. Because that's impossible to do. But I would support a course in all public schools that teaches people about how to deal with differences and diversity with respect. That I would support. In other words, the fact that these people are different. Let's talk about the You don't even know that they're not doing that. Well, then why are they having a specific LGBTQ, you got me doing it now, focused curriculum? I'm saying that that's all wrong-headed that we need to talk about how to treat people decently and fairly, how not to bully. That's the kind of thing, a life lesson, that I could support teaching in right. school without women, any problem at all. not
1: need to be brought up or talked about in terms of our world. Uh, blacks have, have sufficient rights, the rest is up to them and... Uh, and who's saying that? And the, you. No, I am and, not saying that at all. And the country's actually fixed. We just have to get more people to participate.
2: I th- there are two different things. We're talking about teaching history and teaching respect. And I have no problem with teaching you like both. Respect.
1: I like teaching both. But I, I think in the past, individuals who may have been gay or black or whatever have been carved out. And this is to make sure they're no longer carved out. That's all it is. If in, if somebody is a tiny part of history of the past has been omitted, now they're going to be part of a tiny history lesson, there, or a tiny part of a history okay. lesson. It's not going to be the whole class. So
2: then when someone says, we need to teach more black history, we need black-centered curriculum, we need Irish-centered curriculum, we need Portuguese-centered curriculum, as long as we're picking on the Portuguese. You, <laughs> you know not mean. Let's talk about the Chinese. Like um, the did. Chinese Americans were treated horribly in this country. The Japanese Americans were treated terribly during World War II. The loyal Americans. we've found out about all of that. Yeah. You know, so, but that's my point. That's the big picture. What happened to all these groups? To the extent that people have been marginalized, that they have been. Uh, Persecuted. Look at the Mormons in the 1840s. They literally were driven from place to place and shot and killed for their religious beliefs. That's the kind of thing we need to talk about in this country, and we need to teach tolerance for people who don't think as we think and who don't do as we do.
1: That's exactly what the curriculum's mission statement
2: is. That, but it's wrong headed. It's narrowing the focus <laughs> a into better. a big school day. In my big school day, I'm so going to learn right about the wrong mission a very narrow and the thing. wrong
1: implementation. Yes. Okay. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. We'll send them a letter and they'll fix it. (laughs) All right. One, we, I'd love to hear from folks. Uh, okay. Joe and I could argue about this for days. I have beans in my ears on this one because I think it should be fully inclusive all the time. Joe says a tiny sliver proportionally correct should be added. one 800 You please weigh in on this. Uh, New Jersey is doing this and soon all schools will do it. They'll make sure that individual elements of history that relate to the LGBT community are included in the existing history lessons. It's not an LGBTQ class. It's not. It is an LGBTQ. It, it is, it is lessons. A, it just <laughs> says it's woven into existing lessons. You read it out Under loud. the program, educators
2: will get three to four lessons for each grade level and subject. Each Ooh. grade
1: level and subject. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Please weigh in on this topic. Help me to set Joe straight so they becomes more inclusive and respectful in the decades ahead one 800
2: So, welcome back to On the Mark. 1 800 795 9565 is our toll free hotline number. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at seven zero two three. Where you see
1: the blinking check mark. I see there. the
2: blinking check mark. It says, It used to be if you were found to be gay, LGBT, your life was ruined. And that's true. Okay. Many people... You want to go back to that? No, I don't want to go back to that. You're not hearing me when I say I want to teach respect and how how we get along with people who are different. You just want
1: simple tolerance. You want to be able to put up with individuals who are gay, not respect.
2: Well, in other words, for me to respect you, I have to know you. For me to know you, at least I have to start by tolerating you, don't I? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Some days tolerating welcoming. you is not an easy thing. <laughs> yes,
1: if you are a person of color, I tolerate you, uh, and maybe someday I'll respect you. But in the meantime, I'm just going to put up. How with do you get respect? How do you if get? We re- pass a law. Let's let's have a law in Congress saying we well, should be respectful of all people all the time. Period. End of story. You earn respect. That? Well, that's one way to get it, but you can just offer respect in advance without people earning it. I mean, what if I don't meet up to your? What standards? if you don't deserve it? What? What well, you? Should, but you should start out with people uh, uh, giving giving them respect, and then if they show you, well, they're not worthy of it. That's another topic. But you're like, no, 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 no. Nobody gets any respect for me unless they have failed or, or passed the McGranahan litmus test of. Uh, Honesty, Irish blood, white, white.? Home, no, uh, I think of the rotary
2: four-way uh, test. Okay. Is it, Is it true? the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build better friendships? Alright. Is it beneficial to all concerned? Better read this. Okay. And then you stop putting words in my mouth, or I'm going to start putting words in yours. I'm
1: interpreting <laughs> your arguments so the
2: rest of the people know what you're really no, saying. No, you're not <laughs> interpreting it. You're distorting it. Oh. Uh, question. Have you, either, have, have you either ever been to Niagara Falls? Did you see about a mile up the river right in the middle there's a sign that says beyond this point you will not be able to go back? The issues of today will never be able to go back morally. Real learning back and school that's a folly guns are now the answer for schools history they are tearing it down no one cares a number of other issues including drugs alcohol answer rehabs abortions now we can hurt the infant when it's born you'll never find the answers where you're looking for them good point in what way well, let's take a look at what we're doing with history. We're tearing it down. We're taking down a statue of Stephen Foster in in uh, Pittsburgh because there's a black man with a banjo sitting at his feet. We're taking down memorials to people all over the country because today's standards were, don't coincide with the way they
1: lived their lives. We're trying to be respectful. I thought you wanted to be respectful of individuals. But of we're color not but, and so the,
2: on. but you're missing the point. We're we're not contextualizing this stuff. We're just doing well, it. Well we've
1: we've conceded together at and agreed that statues can stay up if the full context is posted either on a tablet or in a, you know, through an interpretive uh, individual that but is But that's there. not
2: what's happening. You and I have agreed that's the idea. Well, the first thing that's happened but that's is not happening. statues
1: were taken down, but you and I are going to agree that if the proper context for any depiction is there, it can be beneficial and historically, uh, you know,
2: And the proper context lessened. for the issue we're talking about will be to say that in addition to the Jewish people, many uh, homosexual people were tortured and killed in Germany and forced to wear a pink triangle. is that so painful for you to say that gays were also killed? I cheerfully admit it. So were gypsies, so were Catholics, so were Protestants. Many religious leaders were killed, you know. But what I'm saying is that we narrow the focus down. Let's talk generally about who all suffered. The largest proportion of suffering was borne by the Jewish people. Poles were killed in large numbers, Mm -hmm. you know, by Russians and by the Germans, there was a mass grave found in the middle of World War II when the Russia, when the Germans took over Russian territory in Poland. They found a mass grave where Polish intellectuals and military
1: people had been shot and killed by the Russians. one 800 you would like to join our discussion. The root of this argument involves the LGBTQ inclusive curriculum that's now being used in a few New Jersey schools and eventually will be used in all of them. Uh, Joe just wants to triple make sure And that it's given its proper proportion and isn't overdone. I think it's perfectly normal and respectful to include members of color and individuals with disability and LGBTQ uh, people in the history lessons woven in with the proper proportion, of course. And if you have time enough to do it, if you're
2: given plenty of time to teach that... If you have plenty of time to teach that class, if history were a larger part of the curriculum, as I believe it should be, mm-hmm. you would have time to teach all the the, the smaller parts. But right now, um, my grandson at the Seals Grove School District gets civics, and he splits it with science. A semester of civics, a semester of science, you know, and no where's history. history? Where Where is history? I learned Pennsylvania history. I learned, you know, world history. I learned United States history
1: well, when Harrisburg. I went to school in Harrisburg Public Cool was a system. lot to talk about history right there you could take a field trip on your, by walking
2: you know how many people know what william penn's walking purchase was everybody think he was such a great guy but he cheated the indians you know so how many we we're taught these things not at all today you don't know what the walking purchase is no i do not okay. i don't recall well you weren't around so let's suffice it to say you weren't there
1: when it happened well, I still think history is important. I just have forgotten one thing from elementary school. and You keep telling me you're going to read a history book one of these days. Al, I'm assuming for the first time in history you agree with me.
4: Now, what if it's against your religion, Mark?
2: Oh, there's a point.
1: Uh, there is no opt out to learn what the, what has happened in history or, or what's happening in this country. You can't just say, "Well, uh, my religion means that we don't want you to learn that gays were killed by the Nazis." As well, you can't say, "Well, that conflicts with my religion." Uh, but that's not all, all that. we're talk- they're talking that's about. Not personal what
4: pronouns. Teaching. Yes, you're right. That's it's, not what they're teaching.
1: It's the important. They're g-
4: teaching that gays okay. What if I say gay is not okay?
1: Well, then you'll have to take your kid out of public school because there must be other... I'm sure you well, think... Well, then
4: that's in, isn't that discrimination against me because of my religion?
1: No, it's called inclusive, I mean, respectful, and, uh, to use Joe's word, tolerating. You're just going to have to tolerate well, you, the fact that there are I, I other I people in the world. They don't all agree my with you. children
4: to sin to be exclusive. Wait, I mean, you can be gay as long as you don't act on it. It's fine. It's forgiven. Listen, people. But once you start acting on it,
1: people homeschool. Why don't they or teach it their... all
4: that way? I mean, the, both sides of the story teach it. Some people think this is a sin.
1: People pull their kids out of school and homeschool or send them to Christian schools all the time because they don't agree with this kind of thing. If you don't agree that history should be inclusive about the LGBTQ community, you're going to have to pull your kid out of the New Jersey schools because they're going to teach that this is actual history. This is really what happened. But they're also teaching well, things like personal pronouns that they prefer. Right, this is really happening, Joe. This is the real world now. I That's know it, where you, you teach it in my I, class. You I know don't teach that as, as part of the others. I know you're dragging your feet but that's what the world is now we're trying it's funny no, that you say you're willing to be say, respectful but not, not use proper people,
4: pronouns uh, and included in the class christians and catholics it say it is a sin to act on gay being gay well they can teach that right along with it
1: I'm not sure. I believe comparative religion is taught in schools. He's, it ta- he's talking about
2: if you're saying that it's good, if you want to say here's a class that says it's good, there should be also a school of thought that says it's bad. It's like teaching uh, Dan's argument that we should teach. If we teach Darwinism,
1: we should also teach intelligent design. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're going to teach something, you might as well teach the kids absolutely everything about it. You know that uh, there's religion. So, in other words,
2: if we have your your view is that we have an L G B T Q class, someone then says, "Now we're going to talk about how how Christians believe this is a sin." There you go again. Thank you. That's what you're saying. Thanks for calling in. That's what you said, my man.
1: Uh, don't blame me for it. You said it. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We will be enjoying Open Phones tomorrow with Mr. Ben Reichley as our... Tomorrow is Thursday. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, right. Tomorrow's Friday. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the 16th. <laughs> You're, right. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay, Joe will be enjoying Thursday. Tomorrow, the rest of us, Friday. <laughs>